This small village is called Diffidentia. Excuse me, not all tieflings have hooves. Welcome to this week's episode of Wizards and Wine. The girls still in Paxodium. We'll see uh, if the utopia truly is utopian or if there's something a little more sinister bubbling just below the surface. We start to get a little closer to that over the next couple of episodes. And we get introduced to a brand new settlement that is outside of the city walls. Let's get into this week's episode. All right, you guys. So everybody, uh, when we left off, was having the best time at the Heavy Door Tavern. What was it? Banana Nut Ale was flowing. The stories were being told. Some, most of them you're pretty sure were vast exaggerations on the things that actually happened. You know, like he swears the fish was this big kind of situation. <laughs> and at the end of the night, you all, except for Meg, because she has that ring of imbibing, um, staggered your way outside of the city and make your way back to the headquarters castle. Well, sleep off your evening of debauchery. You wake up the next morning. I'm actually, you know what? Give me a con roll, guys. <laughs> Constitution, is it a check or? No, yeah, never mind. Uh, 16 for Care. Okay, Care wakes up surprisingly feeling quite spry. Uh, considering the amount of ale that he had um, indulged in the night before. Uh, Aaron, give me a constitution uh, check for me, please. Because we were drinking. Uh, so, Meg, this is your opportunity to get all of your hit points and all of that stuff back. We'll assume a long rest. I got a 10. A 10? Yeah, yeah. You're, you're kind of feeling the after effects of the evening out. You know, you, you wake up with, you know, that cotton mouth feeling, a little bit of life set light sensitivity. Yeah. Ugh. Just so not it's feeling not a great. saving throw. It's a con check. So we just had our basic plus to it, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm feeling it. I got eight. Oh, girl, you're like barfing. <laughs> yep. And I'm going to get a tattoo at 10 o'clock. Yes, you are. <laughs> you may want to find uh, some watermelon or something to get some electrolytes back in that system, girl. Maybe find a healer. <laughs> Hair, hair of the dog, baby. Hair of the dog. Where's Hada <laughs> when you need her? Oh my god! One a.m. and have a few shots of ale, and we'll be good to go. Uh, yeah, Janet, you didn't have to roll because you had the ring of imbibing, so you're good. Um, yeah. so that's kind okay. of. I bet you're gonna remember that ring now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so that is. Pull... Sorry, what, Janet? I said I'm gonna. I said I'm gonna go forge my own ring. Ah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Because okay. i got to give, give it back. It's true. Eventually. Yeah. Everybody wakes up and you all kind of come back into the common area where the buffet is laid out all of the time. And just like it was always happening in, you know, your your bubble, um, you know, all of the food is all laid out. All manners of fruits and vegetables and breads and cheeses and morning ales and the delicious smells of coffees and teas and maple syrup and bacon and... All of that kind oh, of yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah. Up on the grease, baby. Yeah. Can I yep. just live and there? Like, like, this sounds like a dream. Oh, girl, I know. Yeah, I, I'm jealous of the rooms. <laughs> I know. I know. I want to live in the headquarters. Magic rooms. I mean, right? ex except for, like, the monsters and stuff. I want to live there. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Whatever. Yeah. Apparently, they're not so tough, so. <laughs> just be a clerk. Yeah, <laughs> Administration. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I just yep. count the money when it comes in. That's all I do. 
Um, okay, so uh, you guys have some breakfast. What's everybody having? Kara's going heavy, like potatoes, uh, probably steak, and just like all sorts of, maybe even eggs too. Just a lot of bacon, a lot yep. of meat, greasy, greasy, mm -hmm. grossness. Get those proteins, yep. get those carbs. Bacon, sausage, eggs. <laughs> You see, oh, I see Xander doing it, and I'm, I'm like adding extra more than her. <laughs> <laughs> Throw some pancakes on the plate, pop, cover it in maple syrup. Oh yeah, I'm going. Oh my god, on. yum! Yeah, I'm, I'm having Belgian waffles. Amazing, amazing. I see yeah. your Belgian Full waffles Greece. topped with like lots of like cream and strawberries. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, yeah. and lots He's of coffee. Strawberries. Yeah, long <laughs> grease and a pot of coffee. There you go. Yep, black. Yep. Um, and an ale. And an ale. Naturally. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah. you're like, I, I don't even feel either. this stuff. Woo. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm going uh, to acquire a flask somewhere. Okay. All I would right. prefer if it was one that was, you know, would refill with its own alcoholic liquid. Sure, but, sure. Know. Well, I mean, we may start with a basic one and see what we can do. Uh, what's Elizabeth having for breakfast? That's the only one we haven't heard from. Uh, she's having just plain porridge. Go big or go home. Right. <laughs> you know it's free to eat Yum. at the headquarters, right? <laughs> yeah. Plain porridge. Like, not even bananas, no milk, nothing? Nothing on it. Just plain porridge. Oh. Something to kind of calm her stomach down. God, she's a masochist. Oh, yeah. Okay. There we go. No, yeah, she's a masochist. No, it's not true. For me as a person, I've had too many of those days where I woke up like that and I had to have the grease. Yeah, true story, true story. Okay. Same. So as you guys discuss your plans for today, uh, we have Zandra who reminds the group that, or actually maybe it's the first time that you've heard. So do you want to share with the group what you have planned for today, Zandra? I'm going to get a tattoo. of my dragon who's wrapped around my neck and munching on food nice can we come down. with you if you really want to he's going to be doing it down my spine with the dragon's wings coming out on my back like they are my way like they would be on me like if i had weight well technically i would now but um yeah it's going to be down my spine down my back color uh, it's going to be a light color, kind of peachy fuzzy right now, because that's kind of what he looks like. But it'll be able to, once he actually comes into his own, like, you know, loses the baby fuzz and his color is revealed, we'll go over it with that color. Nice. All right. I forgot his name. What's his name over again? He doesn't have a what name do you yet. Call it? No name. I just call him Drake. Yeah. Because he's Drake. a little dragon. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'll make a note of that. Okay, so as you guys uh, wrap up your breakfast, you've kind of put together some kind of a, you know, idea for what you guys want to get it up to today at Paxodium. And uh, you head out to the main doors where you guys uh, face down the hags. And when the bubble was popped for uh, this pocket dimension that the headquarters was placed in, excuse me, it lost that big long bridge so as soon as you walk out the door you're like stepping immediately onto grass there's no like gentle rolling uh walkway that leads up to it nothing it's just like it was broken off and the castle fell exactly where it is uh so as you come up to the door you hear some knocking 
at on the door of the castle. I open the door. Okay. Uh, what Very, you... like, just enough to look out and say, what do you want? <laughs> okay. The, uh, the person standing on the other side of the door just kind of takes a step back and goes, well, uh, you know, we, I, I don't mean to, to cause any trouble, but uh, I just wanted to come and introduce myself and offered my services as a wizard, should you need them. He introduces himself as Quintilian Twilight Pike. All right. That's quite the mouthful there, Quintilian. <laughs> you can call me Quint for short. Okay. I will make something up completely random between those three names. Yes. You realize that because I will not remember it. Absolutely. That's why it's going to be so fun. <laughs> Um, okay, so Quintilian, uh, you know, talks about his skills as a wizard, and he goes into a little bit of detail about how he was formerly a resident of Paxodium, actually, and him and a group of people who have been expelled from the city have taken up residence in the woods just outside of um, the tree line. Uh, so I didn't really uh, talk about that too much in the last episode. So you have... Um, Paxodium, the city, right? It's basically inside a big box. And the castle yep. rests right along one side of the outside walls. And then the cat, the city kind of um, grew up on one side of the castle. So the castle's not in the middle. It's on the edge. Um, but it's in the middle of this giant clearing. And there's, like, you know, the occasional little tree or bush or whatever. So it's not a clean meadow. But it's this really bizarre empty space in the woods. And just beyond that is where you start to get into tree lines. And, I mean, there's nothing special about these trees. They're just, you know, run-of-the-mill oak trees, softwood, hardwoods, you know, all of that kind of stuff. There's flora and fauna and bushes and shrubs and berries and woodland creatures and all of that kind of stuff. Uh, so Quintilian explains that uh, there were a group... Uh, every time someone is expelled from Paxodium... Um, they find their way to this small settlement. And uh, he just wanted to make sure that the settlement, which is called Diffidentia. Diffidentia? Yes. He says that he's quite sure that you all have already been introduced to Paxodium, and he just wanted to make sure that these villagers who live in Diffidentia have not been overlooked because he's quite sure um, that the Paxodians probably haven't made any mention of them or their settlement uh, in their conversations with everyone who lives inside of the castle. So why were you expelled? You know, any manner of reason, families who um, became pregnant without the you know authorization from the city, so things happen there. And as you know, they have that very strict rule of the number of populace inside of the city. So those families were expelled. If you've committed any kind of perceived crime, you're not really given a trial exactly. You're just kind of pushed out of the city. Um, so we have found a way to kind of support each other as ex-Paxians. And uh, we have come together to create our own little world, our own little community. Kara goes, ha, I knew there was no crime. Or not, no, 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 no crime? No crime? <laughs> I mean, just saw from like, I knew there was no, it was not no crime. <laughs> <laughs> no negative. 
There had to be crime. That was like a quadruple negative. That was incredible. I yeah. Know. yeah, yeah, that was good. <laughs> but somehow it made sense. Right? There was not no yeah, crime. Yeah, it did. <laughs> okay. So he kind of gives you general directions as to how to get to Diffidentia. And, um, you know, he just says, you know, uh, I hope that us extending this olive branch uh, will encourage you to come and visit us. We understand that Paxodium is in their Holy Week, so we know that there is a lot of things happening in the city right now, and we are quite dull in comparison, but we do hope that you make your way to us. Uh, so that's another option for you guys to explore at some point, should you choose to. You don't have to, but you know that is kind of up to you. Um, but uh, looking at the time, you figure it is time that uh, you do head into the city. Possibly hit up the um, the Cookies and Cream Bakery slash cafe. Uh, run I'll by be there. Lily Bell. You know, you just finished a, a pretty impressive breakfast, but, you know, this might be an opportunity for you to have some sweets and, you know, get caught up on the local town gossip because Lord knows they love to gossip in Paxodium. What time of day is it? It's about like 9.15. It's quite early. Okay. All right. I'm going to wander through, go out and wander around. And anybody that wants to come watch the tattoo, you can come. That's at 10 o'clock. Okay. I'll wander along with you. Okay. Uh, I haven't been to that, that place yet. Yeah, it's the, the bakery. That's really cute. I can't wait to explain it again because that's <laughs> so cute. That's so cute. Okay, um, so as you are being led by the arm, whether you want to or not, by Janet, uh, sorry, by Meg, <laughs> although I feel like that's accurate, um, to yeah. the Cookies and Cream Bakery Cafe, um, what you come across is honestly an adorable storefront, and it is like inset along the row of buildings like all of the the buildings are like all of the how do I explain it all of the storefronts are on the same line except for the cookies and cream um, cafe slash bakery it's actually inset in the line of buildings almost like everything was built around this cafe uh, it's inset okay. by about 10 feet and the uh, 10 feet is now taken up by uh, like little bistro tables and, and stuff like that. It's like an outside eating area for the cafe. Um, and it is decorated with a lot of really intricate, really cute. Um, what's the word? Come on, you guys. I had all of my words last week. Filigree, piping. Which which direction are you going? Like you know building what? You know description what? or cake description? We're going to go filigree <laughs> because I think that that's applicable to both. Um, so it's a lot of really fancy filigree work. And it does look like piping that you would see on cake decorations. And it's mainly de um, painted in pinks and purples. And it's all really soft and really lovely. And the building itself, the way that it is decorated, does kind of remind you of a big cake on the outside. And sure, as, sure enough, right as rain, the doors propped open. The smell of delicious baking and coffee and teas are coming wafting out of the door. And, uh, you know, it, it is... Cares being herded in, is he? <laughs> up to everybody. But, yes, I feel like Care would probably be the I one... I feel like he would try to walk by. I think the biggest I look, problem... I want to see if he succeeds. Care, Xander looks down at you and says, If I'm being dragged in there, you're being dragged in there. <laughs> Yes, ma'am. Trudges <laughs> it. All right. So once you get inside, you are hit with the tantalizing smell of fresh pastries, and fresh cookies, and fresh cakes, and fresh pies. 
beautiful coffee, and you see just the very tip top of a head kind of running around behind the counter. Everything is in these beautiful gas, gas glass cases, and everything is um, just as lovingly decorated as the outside of the building is. And a lot of the shapes and things that you see on the cakes and cookies are actually echoes of what you saw on the outside of the building. So uh, running around in the back is uh, Janet and will tell you uh, her name is Lily. And uh, she stops dead in her tracks. She's so cute. I love her so much. So you see like eyebrows and forehead. You see the head kind of bob over towards the counter and she steps up on one of her step stools. She steps up and you can see like from her shoulders up and she is an adorable little gnome woman. Um, she has this beautiful curly hair. She's got the little button nose, like everything cute and adorable that you could think of of putting on a person is kind of all encapsulated in the super adorable Lily Bell. And she, you know, welcomes you to the cafe and asks if there's anything that she can get for you. As soon as she spots you, Meg, she's like, oh, I'm so glad that you're back. It's so good to see you again. You guys are becoming regulars. <laughs> this is my favorite place. I'm so happy to come back. I'm so happy to hear that. Would you like what you had the other day? I would love it, please. Okay, so she pulls out the strawberry cupcake. Wow, how did I remember that? Uh, she pulls out the strawberry cupcake, oh. again, with the giant, long, ridiculously long tongs. So she slides one of the cabinets open, and she puts the tongs in, and she grabs the cupcake, and she pulls it out and sets it on top of the counter. Um, and she turns around and she grabs a coffee mug and uh, she presses the button. And this is where Care and Zandra are going to be quite intrigued by Miss Lily Bell's Cafe. Because mm -hmm. she's a gnome and the coffee pots are quite huge. So she can't just grab a coffee pot and pour a cup pot of coffee. So she had to innovate a little bit. And what she did was uh, there's this really intricate machine full of bronze piping or copper piping, I suppose. And all she does is she sets the coffee mug down underneath the piping and she presses a button and you can hear all of the gurgling and popping and you see the cough, the level in the coffee pot go down as your coffee is filling in the mug on the other side. D&D's Kurg. <laughs> <laughs> That's a neat contraption. Oh, she goes, oh, thank you. It was a design that was done by Gunter. You've met Gunter, right? Everybody knows Gunter. Care perks no. up at Gunter's name, but he's like super awkward and like he's practically Gunter. hunched over trying not to touch anything. <laughs> okay. Who's Gunter? Gunter? Oh, you haven't met Gunter yet? Oh, girls, you're going to have no. to take her. You have to take Xandra to see Gunter. Weaponsmith. Go and visit later. Oh, weapons? Weapons. I like weapons. And she says, you know, he did a lot of the design work in this cafe, you know, like on the outside of the really? building and stuff. Yeah, it was all his design. Carrie gets interested in, like, in more of the little fiddly bits that's around him. <laughs> fiddly bits, yeah. <laughs> the fiddly bits. And Still she... just avoiding touching anything. but Right, yeah. And she goes on to explain that, like, he designed and installed all of the ovens and he created all of the seats and tables, all of the silverware that's in the cafe. Um, anything that is mental, mental, metal or, <laughs> or wood related, Gunter had designed specifically for this cafe. So the cafe really is a one of a kind place. Um, and it's obvious, probably mostly to you care. You can tell that Gunter put 
you would hazard to say even emotion into this work. So you're kind of getting the impression that maybe Gunter and Lily, maybe a bit of a, maybe an item or something. What? Did she deliver something while we were there? Mm, a key did. lime pie. I wasn't there, but I remember it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I actually remembered something. Hey. Yay. And it was oh, about pie. pie. I'm so fat. I'm so proud of key you. Lime, I love key lime pie. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. one of my favorites. It's delicious. All right. Uh, so uh, she's explaining all of these things to you. And, and Meg, she brings your coffee over and sets it on top of the counter. And you, you pay the lady and you go and you add all of the things that you want in your coffee. And she looks expectantly at everybody else. Anybody else like it? I'll have a coffee. Coffee? Okay. I'll have a coffee. Okay. So what, do, what does she have besides strawberry? Oh, like any flavor, basically, that you can imagine. Like, there's chocolate, there's things that are filled with jellies, there's croissants, there's butter tarts. I want chocolate. You want, like, a chocolate cupcake or a chocolate-filled croissant or... Oh, that, yeah, the chocolate-filled croissant. Okay, all right. That sounds good. She just kind of winks at you, and she's like, I had you pegged for chocolate as soon as you walked through the door. So, again, she goes down to one of the other um, display cases, and again, with another giant pair of tongs, she flips open the case and reaches in. She's basically, like, almost, like, hanging inside of her display case, like, by the waist, reaching to grab one of the chocolate croissants because they're right in the front of the case. So she grabs it, and she pulls it out, and she kind of goes – she does one of those – Things and, fl- and gets like the hair out of her eyes. The hair. And, yeah. She brings her croissant up and plops it on a plate and she goes, Did you want a coffee as well? Yes, please. Okay. Black. So she goes over and she, you know, puts another, Did you want it to go or did you want it for here? We can have it here. We have time. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so she goes and she grabs another coffee mug and she goes back over to the machine, presses the button, and the gurgling and the popping and all of that stuff happens. And the coffee comes through and she just sets that up and it's like costs like two copper, I think. It's not fair. It's not a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For just my coffee and my thing. Yep. I give her some money. Okay. It's <laughs> good enough for me. Um, and she just kind of she care she just kind of looks at you. She kind of eyeballs you a little bit. She's got some experience with gruff men. Our Lily Bell. And uh, she looks at you and she just kind of gives you like a, a little bit of a nod. And she goes over to this cupboard. She pops the cupboard open. And inside are just plain paper cups. There's nothing fussy about them. It's going to come with like a, a little like wooden lid to stop it from, sl- you know, slopping all over the place. And she goes over to the coffee machine. Actually, no. She goes over to you, um, this very intricately set up. Uh, tea combination that she has and you see her you know opening a bunch of different jars and she like she's mixing up a custom tea um, just for you and she gets it all brewed and everything and she just takes it over to you and she sets it on the counter and she says if you don't like it it's free I go ahead and reach out because <laughs> it take a sip okay you are flooded with the, the taste of um, bergamot and um, vanilla and oh, what else would be delicious in that? Maybe a like, slight hint of caramel, like just enough sweetness um, to really kind of, you know, get the juices flowing, I suppose, is the way that yeah. we could put it. Um, but 
I mean, you tell me, is it the most delicious cup of tea that Care has ever had? Or is Considering it disgusting? he's probably not a tea drinker, he, he's like, it's, not, it's better than he thought it would be. Mm-hmm. So he just kind of like nods and he doesn't even ask for how much it is. He just slides a silver on the counter that, that should cover it, I think. <laughs> <laughs> After listening into the prayer. And she just kind of, she looks at you and she reaches across the counter and picks up the silver and she kind of bites on it a little bit and then like looks back at you again and like sticks it down under the counter. <laughs> She's like, thanks, come by for tea anytime. <laughs> that, uh, is there anything that you wanted to eat at Lily Bell's cafe? It's fine um, if you don't and you don't a have A strong to. black tea. A strong black tea, like an English breakfast kind of situation. Yeah. Yep. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, so she gets the, the tea together and she places it on the counter and hands it over to you. And it's, uh, she just kind of looks over to care and then looks over at you again. And she's like, it's just one copper. <laughs> I'm already sitting, so she doesn't have to worry about me. He wandered off. <laughs> okay. So you guys all sit, and you know what? It's another, like, perfectly tempted day. The um, sun is out. There's no clouds. The birds are singing. You're seeing, like, squirrels kind of, like, running through the streets together, and they're, like, playing with each other and, you know, kind of, um, you know, fighting over who's going to— each other's hair. Yeah, like, who's going to get the acorn and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And every once in a while, you hear the laughter of children, in the you know, coming from down a couple of the streets and, and things like that. It's this is way there. too perfect. What's happening? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> As you're sitting there and you're enjoying your uh, breakfast at uh, Miss Lily Bell's Cafe. It's, it's our second breakfast. Second breakfast. <laughs> second breakfast is usually better than first breakfast, let's be honest. Because you're yeah. awake to actually put some thought into what second breakfast is going to be. At least that's my experience. Yep. Um, yep. Okay. Correct. So we're getting closer to uh, the time for the tattoo. Do you want to start heading All over right. to the... Yep. Uh, I drain my coffee, take the last bite of my croissant, and let's go get needled. Okay. Uh, so everybody <laughs> finishes their stuff. Care, you're actually walking with your tea in your paper mug. You're... The more you're drinking it, the more you're really appreciating the flavors that she put together. I mean, it's tea, so you were expecting it to be like frou frou tea, but this is actually like quite hearty. Like fruity and whatever. Yeah, yeah, you know, it, it, this is actually quite hearty as far as tea goes. Um, so you guys are now standing in front of the skin dependent tattoo shop, and uh, Zandra walks inside and she's greeted by someone that I did not introduce to you, but you spoke to the halfling female who is covered in tattoos, by the way. And her name is Andre Inc. <laughs> uh, so creative on that one, you guys. Um, Andre Inc. And she uh, welcomes you in and she uh, gets the others comfortable and seated in the little waiting area. And, you know, there's water and there's, you know, little nibbly bits if you want some nibbly things. And uh, she takes you, Zandra, back to um, the back of the shop and she gets everything set up and she puts her gloves on and she gets her uh, tattoo needles ready and uh, she pulls out the drawing. But the drawing has shifted a little bit from the last time that we saw it. It's a little bit more gold than it was peach the last time that you saw it. Okay. And the image that you're getting from your dragon is just like all exclamation marks and then a giant smiley face. (laughs) 
All right, we'll go with that. Okay. He likes us. Okay, so she sits down to work, and I would like you to make a... Oh, before we go and I tell these guys that this is this could take hours, so if you guys want to go, you know, do some more shopping and stuff, and see see if you can find, a, like, a, a nice-sized flask for me. <laughs> that... We've heard you want one of those. <laughs> sure, we'll go look for some. Yeah, right. <laughs> Here nods as he's sipping. Yeah, right. <laughs> Taking in yeah, all of the all of the tattoo work and stuff, nodding in approval or disapproval, I suppose, as it might be. Care is such a dad. Um, make a uh, constitution throw for me, not a saving throw, just a oh. check. Uh, Cynthia, just a check. Eleven. You're not uncomfortable exactly, um, but this is a little bit more painful than you were anticipating. And uh, about an hour of time goes by. Uh, are you guys staying? Or are you guys gonna go? I get oh, kind of faint, off. so I start to like back up. I'm like, <laughs> I heard her out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Cool. And as I finish my tea, I'm looking for a place to to deal with it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. So it's empty now, and yeah, there's <laughs> walking around with empty Yeah, cup. there's definitely like there's a little garbage can there in the waiting area that you can you can toss that in. Um, Cynthia, another con for me, check. 12. 12, okay. Um, as the tattoo is going on, it's getting a little bit less painful. Uh, so this is hour two down of your first day of a four hour tattoo. You've got two of these days, right, coming up. <coughs> yeah. Um, so what are you guys, where are you headed? What are you up to? Um... Well, since we got the time, general goods store, see so if we can get a flask, maybe even check out Gunter's supply if he has one. Gunter's first, I think. Gunter's first? Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, so you guys head over to the Nodding Store Hardware. Sorry. The Nodding Sword Hardware Store. Why did I name okay. it that? The Nodding Sword Hardware <laughs> Don't Store. Know. Uh, and, in, you know, laying across the door, just like he was the day before, is that grumpy, giant beast of a dog. And you step over him, and he kind of chuffs at you a little bit. Um, and as you get inside, uh, you feel immediately the heat of the forge, and you hear the pounding on the anvil. Gunter is hard at work. Oh, we okay, wait. well, we don't want to scare him. Okay. So do you want to... Wait while he's working. Okay. Right. Browsing around, seeing what he's got on shelves or bins or whatever. Sure, sure. Okay. <laughs> And there are actually a couple of new items that you didn't notice the day before. And you lay your eyes on one thing in particular. And for some reason, Xandra immediately comes to mind when you see this particular item. You're not really sure why that is, but it's this really cool um, piece of equipment that would go on her hand. Um, it has almost um, like metal fingernails on it with these very delicate chains that attach that, that, that would like run up her wrist from each of her fingers yeah. and they all attach at a metal bracer at her wrist and it's a it's a gold material you're not sure if it is gold or not it is inside one of the cases it's inlaid with mother of pearl so it is actually a beautiful piece and again get up closer to it <laughs> yeah again you're not quite sure why but you definitely think of Xandra. Like, it's almost bizarrely screaming in your head that this piece 
belongs with Xandra. Uh, is there any tags or notices around it? No. Something I can read? No. no. It's just it's just literally just sitting there in the in the cabinet. Definitely didn't notice it yesterday. This is uh, it's such a pretty piece that you it is something that you definitely would have noticed because it does seem a little bit out of place. I mean, all of Gunter's weapons all have beautiful intricate design elements to them. But this piece is beautiful from execution to design to um, even just um, its appearance. It's just a beautiful piece. Yeah. Uh, I'll keep it in mind for now. Okay. And I'll look around for the flasks that she was asking for. Okay. Uh, you're not going to find any flasks in Gunters. Gunters, no. No, no flasks. He's still working away? He is, yeah. And he seems pretty intent in his work. So, like, we if we disturbed him, he might be not happy about it? Uh, you may um, actually ruin the piece that he's working on. Because when you're forging... Yeah, yeah. You know, like, if, I, if, Meg, if Care sees Meg try to go near, then he's definitely... I'm, like, here's walking. I'm just, yeah, yeah. I'm just, like, like... No. Eh, oh, okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I... But I won't. Nope. Nope. Right. <laughs> Never. Hilarious. Okay. Uh, we'll check out what else is around the shelves. Uh, look for something similar to a glaive. Okay. See if trustees out, like maybe behind the counter on my tiptoes. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to sneak a peek, are you? Um, yeah. Okay. You, you, just you not, not, you know, just, you know, try not to be too <laughs> impatient, but <laughs> just curious. Sure. Okay. Um, you you see no sign of trusty. Yeah. Okay. Um, you're not mm. even seeing like any wood filings, nothing like that. It's almost you know, just, <laughs> there's there's you can't you cannot lay your eyes on trusty at all. Mm. Um, you do, however, notice a sword that has a blue stone at the bottom of the handle, mm. and um, you see it wrapped and it is tagged and it has um, Elizabeth. Defiance, written on the tag. Hmm. 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 Just cork an eyebrow, <laughs> I guess, and lean back, and I come over and I kind of look. That's interesting. Hmm. It's really pretty. All right. I like the stone. Hmm. Does it have a price? Uh, there is no price tag on it. So we'd have to wait for Gunter to stop yeah. Yeah. working. Or I could just, and I start walking over to <laughs> <him. laughs> I, I heard her out of the store and I go with her. Okay. All right. Uh, Xandra, we're going to come back to you. Wait. Give me another uh, con check, please. 11. 11. Okay. Uh, you know, you're into your third hour and the pain has stayed pretty consistent. It's not getting really any worse. It's not getting a whole lot better. There was a time when he was working kind of away from your spine where you're assuming he was more on the wings. So like away from, you know, real bone on needle uh, situation. So uh, it's not, again, quite as painful as you expected. Okay, now how can I explain that? It's not as painful as you expected it to be, but you definitely know that work is being done. Yeah. Okay. So what's my dragon doing? Like, what's his reaction? Uh, he's kind of like, so he's now, like, he usually wraps around your neck this way. He's, yeah. He's wrapped around your neck now backwards. So you're wearing him like a scarf in the front. 
and he's so cute right and he's got so cute he's got his two little claws over his shoulder and he's just kind of watching uh the tattoo happening down your back <laughs> and as he's watching it happen it's almost like he's taking uh like snapshots or still frames and he's sending them to you telepathically so you, oh, cool. you've been kept abreast of the uh developments of all of the uh the tattoo work cool mm-hmm. okay uh Sorry. So we're gonna we're gonna go back to Care and Meg. <laughs> uh, so looking for a general goods store then. Okay. All right. Um, and then I see. And actually, yeah. Care's also keeping an eye out for a wizard shop of sorts. A wizard shop of sorts. Okay. Uh, I need a shoe store. A shoe store. Okay. Yeah, my shoes are starting to get a little like worn. Tara's gonna try to make disadvantage on whatever she has to roll for that. (laughs) (laughs) She spots it. He's like distracts her immediately. Yeah, right. I need practical shoes, like something that I can climb with, like hiking boots. Hiking boots, sort of. Interesting. Well, something that I can get, you know, like whatever I'm wearing is not very. Are you gonna bring this up to care? (laughs) Are you actually saying this to care? I need. Can we? And I point. I'm like, can we go over there? It looks like a shoe store. <laughs> He's like, why? Because I need new shoes. God damn it, Kara! Pay attention. <laughs> Keep you, up. You not notice these shoes that I'm wearing? I mean, my God. Right. Okay. And I like grab one and I put it near your face. I'm like, look at the heel on this. <laughs> I want perception check. Is it really that bad? <laughs> yes, please do. Or do I just want to shop? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's yeah. what Tricare is trying to figure out. Yeah, okay. Give me a perception check. Okay. <laughs> 14. Okay. Uh, the shoes are... I mean, they're they're a little scuffed up, but they're perfectly fine shoes. They do stink, though. <laughs> <laughs> so I, like, hold it right in your face. <laughs> <laughs> start coughing. Okay. I'm like, I'm thinking about Gunther's shop though. It's <laughs> like right behind us. Yeah, right. I'm like, fine, yeah. let's go. Okay, so you look up and you see a store called the General Direction Store. General okay. Direction. Over in that General Direction. Yeah. <laughs> right. The General Direction Store. Uh, and in okay. the window, it has, uh, again, it is actually a store that would have a little bit of everything. It is a general goods store. So uh, if you yeah. go inside, you're going to find like some uh, pre-made clothes, nothing custom like you would find in the Fit So Good store. Um, and uh, you're going to find like shoes. you probably find a flask and some just run-of-the-mill silverware and, you know, general uh, adventuring supplies and stuff like that in this store. Cool. Uh, I browse mm-hmm. for the flask. Okay. Uh, something decent, other something metal. Okay. Uh, so you do decent uh, quality. Yeah, you do come across a couple of different options. Uh, there's one flask that is a nice, um, kind of like a rose gold finish on it, and it has um, the markings of the Paxodium flag. So there's the peace lily with the star, the quarter moon, and the sun. 
Um, you find another one that looks like to be, it looks like it's a silver metal. Um, it is wrapped in leather, so it's like strips of leather that are wrapped around it. Yeah. Um, you find one that is just a plain silver, nothing fancy about it, just kind of uh, stamped with a big P on the front of it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> for Paxodium, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I realize it's, that. It's, it's, it's a, it's a, what's the term? Knickknacks? Yeah. Uh, tourist knickknacks or something. Sure, Souvenirs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, it, it's, uh, you know, little flasks that are like that. And I mean, varying yeah. sizes. There's little short, little stunted guys. And then there's like the, the taller ones. And Probably Karen's looking for a taller one because mm-hmm. he's, he's known Xander for a while. <laughs> right. um, I think she might like the one with the leather on it. What do you think? The leather? Yeah. Leaning Is that towards a taller leather. one? Yeah, the, each one has all three sizes. Yeah, because like oh, I don't want okay. the P one. I don't think she'd like the P one. I don't and think so. That that's ghost. Rose gold's interesting. Like, and he cares like trying to muddle through this at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> and he's actually like verbalizing this. I don't think he, she'll like this one because. Oh my the, God, Care is buying the, a the gift logos. for a girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's for his boss. <laughs> his boss. It's still cute. <laughs> Okay. Sorry. Yeah. So he, I just yeah, had a so he's muddling through with it. Yep. I think yeah, he goes with the leather one if it's it comes in a the larger yeah. size. It does. And it's gonna cost you four silver pieces. And I wander off. I'm looking for shoes. Okay. Now, Meg, I can't remember do you have hooves? <laughs> oh, that's right. Excuse me. Not all tieflings have hooves. Yeah. I know, I know, I'll look it up. and not all have tails either. <laughs> I know, but I, I'm sorry. I really, I know that Criella did. So, really rude of you. No, hang on. <laughs> Goat like, <laughs> yeah. Goat like legs or hooves. Okay. God damn it! I guess I don't need shoes. No, you do. You just need some horseshoes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I need to go to a farrier? No, thank you. That's just rude. No, actually, um, what they... I picture like she she tries to wear them anyway. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I can see and I'm that. like pulling on boots and they don't fit. <laughs> yeah. Hi, buddy. Okay, so uh, what she does find, and you know, like you've been digging through this store. I mean, a lot of people obviously have come in and out of the store, but there's definitely little nooks and crannies of the store that. Uh, seems like it's been a while since anybody has really kind of searched through this stuff. And what you come across are a pair of, um, it would almost be like taking a false fingernail and putting it over your fingernail. So this... Oh, yeah, I'm picturing like the the cats when they get the, right? the plastic, the nail coverings and colors. Actually, you could actually look and at honestly... it that way as like the, the little um, booties that they have for like dogs in the wintertime. Like that. Yeah. I'm really <laughs> into that. But metal, no, they're metal, so the, metal. and they're very shiny, shiny, shiny silver color. So they would actually be fabulous. And you sound like okay, the, then I want it. Heels walking down the yeah. stones, right? You know what you're gonna sound like? And you're gonna sound like you're durable? wearing spurs. <gasps> How, are she, they durable? Yes, very. Will she fall on her ass if she tries <laughs> to walk on a slippery surface? Of course, I will. We won't find out today. <laughs> of course, I will. <laughs> Okay, what uh, and how much are those? Uh, those are going to be 12 silver pieces. Okay. All right. And you are going to, obviously, because you are wearing shoes that sound like you're wearing um, spurs, 
um, you're going to have disadvantage on stealth checks. <laughs> so we have to remember to remove them beforehand. Because right. you're like walking along and you're like, ching, ching, <laughs> ching. <laughs> I think that goes with Meg's personality. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I happen to agree. Hey, Bells where wherever I... she goes. Yeah. All right, Elizabeth, what are you up to? Well, I had a little peek around the store with all the weapons. A couple there kind of sparked my interest. Mm -hmm. And I kind of followed Meg and went to see about some shoes, some new clothes. Okay. New clothes would be nice. Okay. And now I'm trying to go and find Carl so I can take Carl out. Okay, so you're leaving the group and you're going to go try to find Carl. Yeah. Okay, so you head back towards the headquarters. There's not really any incident. There's not really a whole lot of people out on the streets yet. Um, there's a few people running here and there and everywhere. You make your way back to the headquarters and you go back, you know, down into the basement, which is still intact. And you find the guy who took over for Hagen. And uh, you get Carl saddled up. Did you want to, like, take him for a run? I assumed that's what you were doing. Okay. Yeah. You head out with Carl. Give me an animal handling check. 18. You and Carl are starting to function as like one being when you guys are together at this point. You've, you've been, you put in your hours with Carl. Carl understands and is starting to be able to anticipate um, what your move is going to be, which is exactly what you want in a creature that you are going to ride into battle. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, you guys just have a wonderful morning spent together. And you're just running and frolicking. Are you going to take him into the tree line or are you just going to stay out into the open? I'll take him everywhere. Yeah. Get him used to the surroundings. Okay. All right. You're going to take him into the city? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you pull him into the city. We're going to have Dex check on Carl. He has a plus two to his Dex. So 19. I rolled a 17. Okay. Carl is running through the streets of this city and he is loving his life. He has had no problems, you know. Uh, darting around, you know, children who are suddenly in his path. He's had no problem, you know, kind of leaping over small children. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I meant, I wanted to say small carts, but then all I could think about was the food carts. And I was like, no, that's too cliche. So what else are you going to go with? And children came out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, basically any obstacle that has shown up in your path in front of Carl has, uh, he's very easily and nimbly maneuvered around. So you're very pleased with the progress that you have seen in Carl and uh, how the two of you are now able to work together. Okay, we're going to come to Xandra. Mm -hmm. And I would like to see another con uh, throw from you, a con check. Nine. Nine. Okay. This is the part of the tattoo that you've kind of been waiting for. This is the part where it is uncomfortable. Like, you're not, like, whipping out and pussing out in front of people, but you're definitely, like, feeling some of the pain here. Like, it is... You're, you're not having a fun time anymore. The dragon is kind of picking up on the fact that you're feeling a little bit of pain. So, he's doing, like, this humming noise in his throat. It's not a purr exactly, but it's kind of like a hum. And it's... Like a thrum, yeah. Yeah, and, and it somehow is having, like, a calming effect on your body. Oh, yeah. So, um, the, I mean, the pain is still there, but having that calming um, 
feeling from your dragon is kind of helping to compensate a little bit so you're able to get through the last hour of doing the initial outlining a little bit of the detail work and some of the shading as well so um andre says you know you you did a really great job today so she takes another payment installment i can't remember how much we talked about do you remember it was 12 i gave her six right okay so she takes uh four more gold pieces and uh, says that she'll see you in a few days once that has started to heal over and once the scabs have fallen off and we'll continue the work. So uh, she wants you to come back in like three days so she can have another look at it and then you'll schedule your appointment at that, at that point. Okay? Will do. All right. Uh, so you go kind of strolling out. You almost get run over by Carl and Elizabeth as you walk out <laughs> of the tattoo shop. <laughs> And uh, you look down the road and you can see uh, Meg and Care standing in front of the general direction store. And you are like almost blinded by the reflection of light that is coming off of Meg's feet at this point. <laughs> but why? <laughs> <laughs> clink, clink. I do like a little. <laughs> right. You like a little bling? <laughs> yeah. All right. So I walk, I go over to them. And I look down at her feet, at Meg's feet, and I'm like, what are those? <laughs> Do you like them? <laughs> Aren't they cute? I got them over there. They're certainly something. <laughs> I love them. They are my new favorites. They're your new favorites. Well, as long as you yep. enjoy them. That's and I click click with them. I do like a little Dorothy like red slippers thing. <laughs> <I'm> like <laughs> click click. <laughs> Yeah. And then okay. I dance around and immediately fall. <laughs> uh, Care, give me a perception check, please. Fourteen. Okay. So as you're helping Meg stand up, you're just like, oh my god, girl. Get it together. Girl. 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 <laughs> I'm laughing my butt off at her. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, I would. As you're picking her up, you look up and you see Gunter standing in the doorway of his shop. Oh, yay. <laughs> Let's go make our way over. Yep. Let's do it. And that's where we'll wrap it up for this week on Wizards and Wine. As always, make sure you are checking us out on social media. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Make sure you tell two friends about Wizards and Wine so they can tell two friends about Wizards and Wine and so on and so on. Yeah, you know how it goes. Okay, until next week, my darlings, always carry a D20 and always drink responsibly. Will our inveterate inebriates manage to stagger to a victory over the adversity that hampers their imbibing? Or will their hangovers hamper their hearty adventures? Will they ever garner enough coin to clear their bar tab? Tune in next week for more antics of Vim and Vino. Don't miss out on more Wizards and Wine.